Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and we are on episode 41 today and chatting about getting back into a routine in our homes and lives after summer. So really just the start of fall. Um, we're all finished with the marriage series. So if you guys haven't got to listen yet, it starts in episode 34 and it ends in episode 40. They are quite a bit longer. So thank you to all of you who hung in there with me. I know that was a little more challenging to many of you, but we're going back to the normal time now, which trust me, I really love too. So before I get started too, I'd love to ask you for a small favor. If you guys, if you're listening to the podcast from my blog site or a link from a friend, I would so love you to subscribe to the Thankful Homemaker podcast so you don't miss an episode wherever you listen. It's totally free. You can do that on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. So I know for me, summer brings a sense of unpredictable days in our home. We don't always have a regular schedule, and we seem to be on the go or outside more than usual. So for me personally, I find my inside tasks sometimes take a back seat, and my regular routines and my schedules that I have kind of set up, they don't happen as often as they seem to do in the fall and winter, and even for me in the spring. And for me, I'm not even sure why this is because I'm not dealing with little kids or kids in school anymore, but it just seems like that particular calendar seems to be a a continued rhythm in my life too. So as I'm saying all this, I love to be spontaneous. I love those spontaneous adventures that pop up and I don't want to get caught up in what needs to be done at home because I've really learned over the years that the reality is it does always get done, right? We all kind of know that. So, and I still do get things accomplished in my home in the summer, and it's still running fairly smooth. It's not a total disaster, but I have to share deep down, I have like this love-hate with routines, but I really, I miss my routines. I'm good without them when we don't have them going on, but I, I do miss them. There's a comfort to them, and I'm such a creature of habit. Um, I don't always find myself deep cleaning or decluttering or overly organizing anything in the summer months. I tend to drift towards those chores in the fall and the winter months. So as I'm sharing this today, I've been waiting for my new planner to arrive. And I've shared in the past how I I plan my days and I have a post out there on it. I shared about my favorite planner being the iBloom planner, but it's not available yet. Um, And I botched and didn't get it last year, but I switched this year to the Brilliant Life Planner. And it was okay, but I really struggled with it. And I kind of give up on it partway through the year. So I've been like without a physical planner. I've been kind of plannerless all summer and not really liking it. So I searched and thought I'd give the Living Wall Planner a try for the fall because they were coming in, although now their shipment's a little delayed. So it's not here yet. Um... And my worst case is I just thought if I try that out this fall, my worst case is I can go back to my iBloom planner for next year. And knowing me, because I'm such a planner junkie, I'm just, I have issues there with that. I may just order it in case because it sold out last year and I kind of procrastinated and didn't get it. And then I was really bummed. So 
I also have a, um, a podcast on how I plan my days too, if you'd like more ideas on that one and what that looks like. And then um, I started writing this podcast um, today's on a day when our power went out. We had a really bad storm through the night and we woke up to a powerless home. We don't have a generator and we live in a little more of a rural area where we have a well and septic. So it's a bit more of a challenge for us when we lose power because then we lose water and the ability to flush toilets, which is kind of a bummer. But every time this happens, we talk about getting a generator and then we're reminded it doesn't really happen too often. And usually when it does, we're not that rural. So it's, it's not out for very long. So we talk ourselves out of it. But the morning that I, I was writing this, so this morning, because of our power outage, my husband and I decided to take our little unshowered selves and run a comb through our heads. Thankful it was pretty dark in our home early this morning, so we couldn't see too well in the mirror. And we headed to the local Starbucks for coffee and breakfast. Um, we couldn't get work done at home without internet and power, so we had a little time there to work. And then we decided to just take a long walk along or like Michigan, and um, just stroll a little bit. So it was a totally spontaneous morning, and I was thinking about how sweet it was because when I first woke up, I was quite grumbly and complainy. I don't even think either of those are real words, but I was grumbly and complainy about the fact that we had no power. And we had a trip coming up in a couple days, and my to-do list was long, and I know those of you, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw our time up in Maine and Boston. We were getting ready to head that direction. But when my husband and I just decided to make the most of the day we've been given, it gave a quick change to my attitude. And I reminded myself of God's word to give thanks in and through all things. It was a bad storm. We weren't dealing with any structural damage or downed trees. We had no flooding. We really just had minor inconveniences. We had a messy yard with sticks and leaves. We had to make sure our sump pump um, battery backup was holding up and really just dealing with the inconvenience of not being able to flush a toilet or run water, right? Really not any type of issues because many people in our area had bad flooding in their homes or power was out for longer periods of time. I wasn't dealing with anything like that, but I know for me that one of my idols is comfort. There's going to be a whole podcast written on that one soon, I think. So <laughs> I really needed the spirit to work in my heart to make the most of the day that we were given and have a heart of thankfulness instead of the heart of a complainer. So I was just thanking the Lord for his grace to me. Um, it reminded me that I can tend to be a creature of habit and I can get caught up in sticking to my routine and just not being able to enjoy those moments that the Lord allows or brings about to just appreciate and see them as a gift. So with my very long introduction here, as we talk about getting back into a regular routine, I want to remind us that we don't make an idol out of our routines or that we get to the point where we have a tough time when it doesn't go as planned or we get so rigid with it that there's no flexibility. Our routines are there as just a guide, and it's going to be very rare that you get everything done on your list as you planned. And I do always say that my morning routine and evening routine help me immensely in keeping my days running smooth and giving me a good start and finish, but I don't always get through every task on them every day. So with this fall season upon us, when we seem to be a little more inside, at least up here in Wisconsin, um, I want us to just take a peek at what are the things that 
I have to do or need to do or want to accomplish on a daily basis. So how can we begin to jumpstart back in a routine as a guide for our days? And maybe some of you are listening going, well, I've stuck in a routine and I'm, that's so good. I just know for me, summer just throws me out of the loop with things. And I don't know if it's because we're maybe traveling a little more, we're on the go. Um, So as I start today, when I'm just talking about getting back into these routines, I'm just going to start looking at just our daily and weekly schedules because that's really for me where I live. So I always start off by making a list of everything I have to do. And I I do usually do this in the fall. I'll do it again at the beginning of the year or year end in December, but I'll just make a list of everything I need to do. So I think through my days and I'll write down even the simple things, ladies, like shower and get dressed, my time with the Lord, laundry, um, rooms and cleaning schedules. I'm, I'm really looking for all the things I need to take care of during the week, what I'm responsible for in the care of my home and family. And I first put together from this list what I want my morning and evening routines to look like and how much time I can allot for each of them with always the morning routine being my priority. So so if I have two or three hours allotted for my morning routine and I want to be done by 8.30, then if it takes me three hours to get through it, I'm, I'm going to get up at 5.30 and that's just how I work it. It sounds complicated, but it's not. So let me see if I can explain this simple. I'm, I'm not one of those people that likes to schedule in time slots. Some of you may love that, but not me. I like flexibility and some room to pause or sit at a task a bit longer. So I build in cushion in my morning routine. Like I'll write my items down and I kind of know how long it takes me to do things like exercise and shower and get dressed cook, clean up, eat breakfast, my time with the Lord. And that's probably the time with my Lord is probably the one that changes the most, but I still do put a time by it. So I sort of have an idea of what it's going to look like. And my routine is flexible. See, I'm not normally leaving the house in the mornings. I do have the flexibility to work from home. And because I work for my husband, my hours are very flexible. I just have a really good boss there. Um, we don't all have this luxury. I understand that because if you're getting kids off to school or you're homeschooling, or you work out of the home, you probably need to get certain things done by a certain time each morning to get your day off to a good start. And there's just going to be mornings where it doesn't go well, but this shouldn't be our norm is the hope. Because even so, when you're heading out the door with kids, you want your kids to have a sense of order and calm as they are starting their day too. And as moms, uh, we are usually ones that set the pace for that. If we're late, everyone's late. So it really helps us to be disciplined if in no other part of our day, at least our morning time. So very simply, think about what you want to get done each morning and by what time and work together a simple, flexible routine that you can do each morning. I'm being honest. If my morning doesn't go as planned or I wake up late or if I've had a late night the night before because of something going on, Um, exercise is probably the item that's going to go on my list first. (laughs) Shows where my priorities are, right? I have set items that need to stay for me. And there's things like my time with the Lord, which at times could get shortened a bit, or I may just have time for a quick devotional. Um, Or if I'm rushing out the door, I may just throw a podcast on a sermon or something to listen to if something really got botched there. But on on these days when that happens, I still love to try and get time in the Word later that day. 
Um, breakfast is another area I can shortcut on because I can always make things a bit quicker with a smoothie in the morning. Uh, so you're kind of drinking it on the go as you're getting ready. And um, my shower, man, I can't I can't lose my morning shower because I do like that. But I don't wash my hair every day. So that that is a, a huge time saver. And sometimes because of that dry shampoo, I can save a lot of time and get an extra day or two in there longer. <laughs> so, um, and th- another one is, this is going to be a help if you homeschool mamas. Don't spend all day in your pajamas. Get yourself and your kiddos up and dressed and on some type of schedule. Getting dressed really does make a difference in your productivity. I'm probably, I, I know I have a post on getting dressed, but I really want to put a podcast on it. And I know it sounds so silly, but I know as um, a stay-at-home mom how easy it was to just not get dressed until later in the day. And that just was not a good habit because I know my days didn't go well when I did that. It's also a help to your kids to help them be disciplined in their days. All right, so what's on my morning routine? And for some reason, this one doesn't seem to change much lately, but the season I'm in right now hasn't changed much because I'm I'm an empty nester. So that's really why I'm sort of in the, in the same season for a bit here. But... Um, Obviously, it's things like my time with the Lord, exercise, I shower and tidy the bathroom. I have a lovely post on a five-minute bathroom cleanup that I do every day. I make my bed. That's a necessity for me. I get laundry started if needed. We do breakfast. I take my supplements. I'll clean up the dishwasher, load it, you know, unload it, um, deal with my my pets, my cat really just, um, and then check my calendar and to-do list. And kind of take a glance and think through what's for dinner, what am I doing for lunch, what am I doing for dinner, kind of look at the menu list to see what I have going on that day. And I have this list all over the place. It's taped to the inside of one of my kitchen cabinets, it's in my planner, it's in a note on my iPhone, and it's in tons of blog posts on my blog. And those of you who have been with me a while, you probably have my routine memorized too, okay? I seem to stress this one quite a bit. But this is my one area that as we're getting back into a routine after summer, this is my one area that I would encourage women to do if they're not planners and they're not schedules because it doesn't have to be in a certain amount of time. I mean, the reality is your morning routine, you can work it until lunchtime if you need to, depending on what you have on it. But I just like to get moving in the morning because it gets my day started well And I always say that if this is all I get done in a day, because the day goes maybe not as planned, I've still accomplished a lot, all right? And I'm also naturally a morning person, so this is a lot easier for me. I know some of you are not naturally a morning person. I would say I wasn't always naturally a morning person. That kind of happened with getting married and motherhood and just being up and moving in the morning, even before I think about getting married, just from working, just being up so early. But maybe maybe your energy is in the afternoon. So maybe you're an afternoon person. So you can shorten your morning side and add some of those tasks to your afternoon schedule, You know, maybe after lunch or before dinner. Um, so this morning, as I was writing this, I did my morning routine without power. I did read my Bible on my iPad because it was dark. (laughs) Prayer was very nice in the dark silence of the house. And I suppose the walk with my hubby along the lake could count as exercise. (laughs) But um, at that point, I didn't know what the day was going to hold yet for meals or dinner. Um, This was already coming near lunchtime. We had no power yet. And then just a side note here, we didn't get power until late that night, really right before bed. 
So honestly, I ended up having a great day because we ate all our meals out. I didn't have to clean anything. I couldn't even run water. So so after I work out my morning routine, ladies, and when I really hope to wake in the morning, I need to look at what the rest of my days look like. So I take out that master list that I talked about first with all my tasks on it, minus the items now that went into my morning routine and my evening routine, and I work them in the rest of my week. So I'm pretty low tech. So I just scribble the days of the week on a piece of paper and underneath them, I work on my other chores that need taken care of in them. I make sure I put any standing appointments on the day of the week, things like time that I'm going to work in the office or church meetings, um, classes, things we have going on, Bible study, volunteer days or whatever that is. And then I'll work in my chores where they seem to make the most sense. I'm always in the habit of I menu plan on Sunday nights or afternoons. So Mondays are always um, normally my grocery shopping day. Again, that needs to be flexible too though. Monday, I do give my house a quick weekly home blessing and I'll link to that post in the show notes. It's really just a quick tidy that takes me about an hour, but it really keeps my home looking good all week because just because of that one hour. Some weeks, That doesn't happen until Tuesday or Wednesday, and some weeks it doesn't happen, and that's okay. I used to do Fly Ladies zone cleaning, but I don't so much anymore. I just clean in various rooms each day of the week, giving myself maybe 30 minutes to an area every day. Um, I do chores that I see need taken care of in in, um, whatever room I'm in. Like My motto really is, if it needs cleaned and you see it, and you have the time to do it, then just clean it. You know, if I'm singing fingerprints on a door, I'll just do it at that time if I have those couple minutes. Um, Take a listen to my podcast on cleaning schedules and do it while you're cleaning. Pop your headphones on, save time, and you can get some ideas at the same time. So after I have my schedule now, I've got my morning routine, and I'm, I'm putting together again my schedule for my days and weeks laid out, it makes my weekly planning easier to manage. So I like to sit down on Sunday evenings to plan for the week. And my hubby and I usually do it together. We share a Google calendar and then we each have a personal calendar in Google that we still share with one another so we could see what's going on in each other's lives at a glance. And I love that. I love being able to see his work schedule so I know just ahead of time when he's going to be out of town or he's going to be away for dinner or maybe a week that we can have a supplier or customer that's in town over for dinner too. So maybe you're also in a season where an afternoon routine would be a help with kids home. I did used to do this when I had kids home and it was in addition to my morning routine and we would just have a quick pickup before dinner, um, some quiet time to sit and read in the afternoon And it's funny because I do still find myself in this habit of doing this when I'm home that I'll just like to sit for a few minutes, just grab a cup of coffee and sit for a few minutes in the afternoon to read, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, just because it's been a habit for so long. And it might be the time of day that you do it right before your husband comes home from work. So maybe dinner prep could be part of that afternoon routine and tidying up the house a bit before the evening comes to make dinner cleanup easier. My evening routine is pretty basic, like clean up the dishes, write my to-do list for tomorrow, and get ready for bed. So I've got all this down, and it looks great on paper, but I know deep down that everything I wrote on that list of mine won't get done. So this is the part I want us to grasp here as we're getting back into these routines after summer. 
our schedules and our routines are so good. It's a good thing, right? They do help us to keep order. They keep us on task They and focused, really. They help us to accomplish things that we want to get done and really some things we need to get done, right? And they help us to achieve maybe goals that we've set, but there has to be much grace offered. And I want to also take a quick detour here and talk to my mamas and ladies who are listening and maybe you're in a challenging season. So you're saying, look, I've been out of routine all summer and I am not seeing a light at the end of the tunnel here yet because maybe there's illness in your home or maybe you've just had another baby or maybe you're caring for an aging parent. So how can we take a grace-filled approach to our routines and schedules First off, we need to let go of perfection and having that totally crossed off to-do list every day. I mean, we need to work hard and not be lazy to be diligent. My reminder always is that I'm working for the Lord and I want to make the best of my days, but that may mean doing and tending to people or other things that aren't on my to-do list, but on the Lord's list. Or maybe you're in a season when you've just had a new baby or there's been illness in your family and really all you can focus on are a few items each day. Then please do that. And remember, when there's change in our homes, we may need to just embrace the messy season we're in and find contentment in and through that, ladies, to not, you know, I can, I'm going off my little, my little um, skit here or what my little schedule here to just share this. I have a tough time because I can get overwhelmed when I have too many tasks and I'm I, I'm detoured because there's other things going on and my husband knows me well, he reads me well with this. I get overwhelmed. I need to stop and pray and ask the Lord to help me to find contentment in that messiness or in that season of extreme busyness. And when I do that, the Lord does help me. He just gives me a calmness and a peace and reminds me of my Elizabeth Elliot's favorite words, Marcy, you just need to do the next thing. Already, he's not verbally speaking to me, but do the next thing. I need to do the next thing. And I remember that. And that helps me to just have a calmer spirit and go, you know, Lord, I don't have to do all things. I need to do what you've put in front of me at this moment. And I want to do it well, and I want to do it with a right heart. So we really need those reminders that when, especially when there's trials or situations or difficulties going on, all right? And when it is those hard seasons, those are the time to just focus on the chores that truly need to be done. And I always think here, ladies, my top ones are things like meals And when I say that, that means including cleaning up the dishes after them and laundry and make beds would be on my list. I know that wouldn't be on everybody's, but it's on my list. (laughs) But I don't know what your top three would be, but maybe your whole daily routine only has three or four items right now in this season. And that's okay. You may not find yourself deep cleaning in these seasons, but those tasks will be waiting there for you when you're ready for them. I promise, right? They're not going anywhere. And it's always so much easier to tackle those when you have more energy. There's, We just need to have a balance in these challenging seasons and not get our expectations too high and realize that this usually isn't the norm of our lives, right? As Christians, we should be characterized by a willingness to work and to be diligent at it. But what about when we've just neglected things over the summer and we feel that some areas of our home just need a reset? And really, this is where I'm at right now. I, I just need a reset in some areas because my, for me, my messy areas tend to be things like my kitchen desk and my pantry, my linen closet, 
my home filing has kind of taken a backseat this summer and my bookshelves need a little help, all right? When I come to this point, so I've, I've got my morning routine and I've got my weekly schedule set up. I'm still waiting on that planner. That would really help me. But <laughs> um, now I've kind of got to these areas that need a reset because I've neglected them. I find it easiest for me to just set aside a day, all right? I'll do my morning and evening routine, but I'll find a day on the calendar that I can just devote a few hours to hit these, what I call, and I took this from Fly Lady. She called them hot spots. I just feel so much better when I tackle them because until I take the time to organize them, it just seems the piles keep growing or the shelves just get messier and then it's hard to tidy up because clutter has set in. I mean, ponder how you deal with these areas of clutter. I I have a podcast and a post on dealing with clutter and I'll link to them in the show notes too. But I've shared before that I keep a tidy home. It's it's lived in well. It's not perfectly organized. It's not perfectly spotless. It's comfortable. But it doesn't take up my whole day in caring for it because I've learned over the years how keeping order makes it so much easier to clean and pick up. All right, so what about my working moms out there? You have a lot on your plate. And I do remember when I worked outside the home, it was only a short season for me. Although I felt that as a mom working outside the home, it made me naturally have to be diligent in keeping order and to a schedule. But I remember those seasons, how important my morning and evening routines were and my meal planning because I only grocery shop weekly so I didn't have to keep heading to the store throughout the week. It just took too much time to do that. But nowadays, mamas, you have so many options for groceries. You can get them delivered to your home. You can order them online ahead of time and just pop over to the store to pick them up or many places bring them out to your car for you. Um, If you are in a season where you need to take advantage of these services, do it. They are great time savers. They're great help for moms that are working, moms with littles. You know, I just think the other aspect we went where we were talking about illness or seasons, they're great for those times of life. That's a great service. Do not feel guilty for doing that. That is okay to do. So let's chat quick about getting our kids back in a routine with the start of a new school year. So whether your kids are away at school or they're home, it's an adjustment to come off these relaxed summer months to move them back into a schedule again, right? Because you've probably been pretty relaxed at morning, you know, wake up times and um, chores and things like that during the day. My simple helps here are just make sure that you have a set wake up and bedtime during the week. Even if you're homeschooling, have bedtime routines and wake up routines in place for them so they just become a habit in your kids' lives too. It makes it so much easier on the kids to have a routine to work through, even for them. It helps them to be diligent and productive with their time. This is a great time of year, the fall, to reassess family chores and figure out what that looks like in your home. Some of your kids are a little older. They may be able to take on a bit more responsibility this year, and you may need to set aside some time to teach them some different tasks and work alongside them. If you're a homeschooling mom, make sure you keep curriculum and supplies organized and that it goes back in one spot so you're not running all over the house looking for things. That might be a good time for a reset. I know how exciting that is to have all that new curriculum coming in. Um, if your kids are away at school, make sure you have an area for backpacks and lunch boxes and shoes and coats and all that stuff and that routines are set up with how they are to keep these things in order. You know, how are they to pack and unpack lunch boxes and where are book bags emptied and hung and where do they keep paper signed and things like that that are needed to make sure things get back in that backpack. 
and just making sure you leave time in the evenings for homework to be done so it's not stressful or they're not staying up too late and to get backpacks ready for the morning. Or what about have you been out of a routine for family devotions? Fall with school starting is a great time to get back into routine and maybe it happens right after dinner before you even leave the table. Keep your Bible somewhere handy by the kitchen table to transition right into devotions. Plan meals together as a family. Keep a main list of your favorite family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Add a snack list on it too to make your meal planning much easier. And utilize your family's help in putting this list together. And think about maybe making a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly meal plan to include breakfast, lunches, snacks, and dinner on it too. Make good use of your appliances with the fall and winter. I love that with your slow cooker or those instant pot users out there. I haven't figured that one out yet. I need to. I have one. I just don't use it very frequently. Use those on days that you're busy or you won't be home until late because I know it's such a good feeling to walk in and dinner's already ready waiting for you in the crock pot. So as you find yourself this fall slowly getting back into a routine or maybe getting into a routine for the first time, ponder and pray What are your family's priorities? What is most important to your family regarding schedule and your home, all right? So make sure as you plan your schedule that you get those most important tasks on your list first and foremost. Try to think what is on your must-do when the day goes haywire. And my top three, as I said, are going to be combined meals and dishes, um, laundry, and then making beds would be my top three. And my one other tip is to be realistic. You know yourself pretty good. And I know many times I can set these goals on paper that are just unrealistic for me to meet. Right? It can look really good on paper, but the reality is that's just not going to go. Sort of my simple example would be, um, I know I'm not going to exercise for 60 minutes a day. My top would maybe be 30, but it's more like 15. So (laughs) I also know that I'm not going to get every room in my house clean every week or that all my hot spots will be dealt with in a week. If these things are totally out of control, then set aside several hours a week to tackle some of those hot spot areas. I, I like to keep a list. So make a list in your planner or whatever you utilize of areas that you want to get to and keep crossing them off as you work through to organize them. I literally will. I just have a sheet in my planner that has all those things, kitchen desk, bookshelves. And then when I have time, I go through this. I, I just keep it in there. It just motivates me that when I see an opening in my schedule, I can just work on them. If you'd like a bit more depth about routines, I will definitely link to my podcasts and posts on routines and scheduling our days in the show notes. I like to remind myself often that I will get through these tasks, Lord willing. It doesn't necessarily, when I say that, because I was thinking, James, it's not like you have to walk around and constantly say out loud, Lord willing, but it's the reality of how we live our lives as Christians. I am constantly reminding myself that our God is sovereign and he is in control of every aspect of our days. So what about you out there? What, and actually we'll talk about this in the Facebook group. I want to throw this post in there or this podcast in there and get some feedback from the ladies there, what they do. How do you go about getting back into a routine after the summer or maybe sometimes even after a vacation? I know that can be a little challenging. So share with us again in comments at the blog or join us over in my Thankful Homemaker Facebook group. And my friends, I'm coming to a close on this one. It's a little over 30 minutes. Sorry, guys. I was trying to keep it under that. Remember always, Jesus is enough. 
So guys, thank you for your time today. And as always, head over to thethankfulhomemaker.com for show notes or to contact me and where to find me on social media. It's all over there at my little home on the web. And again, I'd love you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. And if you have a couple minutes to leave a quick review, that would be lovely. So thank you so much and have a very blessed week, my dear friends. Mm -hmm.